0: Welcome back to the Reality Serve Real Podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. That's right, you have all three of us back with you today, and we are so excited to be here. Um, Took a little bit of a hiatus over the holidays. Um, I know, like, I've been sick, Michelle's been sick, Abby's been sick. We've all just really been going through it the last couple weeks. So with that and everything um, holiday-related going on, we just really haven't had a chance to um record until now but we're all back and i'm super excited to have both of you back welcome back abby thank yes. you i
1: missed y'all we
0: missed yeah, you how
1: long has it been like at least like six weeks since i recorded with y'all right i took about six uh, weeks off with it was around life stuff
0: yeah it was around like thanksgiving i think so yeah it's been it's been a while
1: Well, I missed y'all. And I'm, I mean, I still pretty much talk to y'all through text every day, but still. Yeah. I've missed (laughs)
0: recording and Zooming with y'all. So, yeah, Yeah, no, it's different. It's just, it's, yeah, it's different for sure. I definitely get what you're saying there. So, I guess like it's 2023 too. Exactly it's a new year yes exactly so do we just want to like start i guess with instead of like ending with like our update or whatever like start with like how was your how was your holidays what what are your do you have any new year's resolutions or goals or what what are what is going on with you two right now (laughs) um do you want to start michelle
1: or That's should it. I? I feel well, like mine's going to be like way longer. So I don't know.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, you think you think about it. Um, we so what it, what we did in my house was we had our first Hanukkah for Rhett. We had our first Christmas for Rhett. Um, we didn't get to do Christmas. With my family, because the week of Christmas, the baby tested positive for the flu. Then I got the flu. Then my husband got the flu. So we stayed home for Christmas, which was kind of sad because that's a big deal with my family Christmas Eve. Um, But the next weekend we celebrated and we did New Year's with my mom at my mom's house and we saw the family we didn't get to see. So that was nice. Um, And then I've kind of like work is gearing up again now that we're in the new year, the end of the year kind of slowed down and now it's gearing up again. Um, And then other than that, Today we got rid of all our Christmas
0: decorations, which makes me feel so happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, I haven't taken down mine yet, but I was planning on doing that tomorrow. So I'm. I actually feel like I had a very similar holiday for as you did, Michelle. Except for um, instead of the flu, I had COVID the day after Christmas. So. Brent tested positive on Christmas Day, and I had already, like, spent some time with my family. Um, so, my dad ended up getting it from me because he was sitting next to me during, like, presents and during um, dinner. And so, my dad ended up getting it, too. But, um, yeah, the next day, I had tested positive, And so, um, and me and Brent didn't do our Christmas together um, until... New Year's Eve is when we finally um, were able to get together. And so that was um, a lot of fun. He got me a star, like in, a star in the sky. You can, uh-huh. get, yeah, like order one and name it and whatever. So there's a star in the sky that is near the Scorpius constellation that is named CF22. My favorite number is 22. So
2: I love oh, it.
0: That was what he got me. So yeah, so that's kind of kind of what my my holiday was like. I was I was really <laughs> sick the whole time, and then um, finally finally got to do a little bit of celebrating. So yeah, I plan on taking my Christmas decorations down tomorrow. What about you, Abby?
1: Well, okay, so I had. A little bit different Christmas than y'all, and for the first time in three years, I actually got to spend Christmas with my mom and sister, and my father-in-law came came down, yeah, down from Dallas, Dow- up from Dallas. I uh, know he came down from Dallas, and so that was nice because last year we had COVID me, Mitch and the kids. Um, so we couldn't do anything. And the year before that, I'm sure y'all remember and everyone remembers me on Twitter, me and my sister was, that was a year we had our big fallout. So did not celebrate with my mom and her. That was the year my dad passed away uh, or like he passed away, you know, a month and a half before. So, this was a really nice Christmas for us. Um, and then except for the fact that as y'all know, um, Mitch unfortunately lost his job five days before Christmas due to budget cuts. So that kind of sucked. Um, but I also, you know, had my surgery and they got all the cancerous cells. So that was a big win. So we've had a little bit of like good news, bad news, good news, bad news, you know, a little bit of a roller coaster. So I'm ready for like a fresh start this year.
2: You had like the most going on in December. It's I, you know, it's unbelievable. I know. I wanted to correct. I uh, I don't blame you. I really don't cuz that was a lot that you that was on your plate. So I I commend you that you did it.
0: Yeah.
1: Michelle like during our training sessions is also like kind of my therapist. <laughs> no. So she gets to listen to me actually <laughs> like I'm so embarrassed about this, but I guess this is what podcasts are for. When Mitch called me and told me he lost his job, y'all know what a big prankster he is. I'm like, this is not funny. And he's like, no, babe, I'm serious. And I called my best friend and I called my brother and they didn't answer. And poor Michelle, Rhett was sick. I called her bawling and I'm not a crier. Y'all know I'm not a crier. And she answered and it was like at the worst time because Brett was sick. He was crying, and here I am, like just bawling to her. <laughs>
2: like, I, I, I didn't even hear you at first. When I remember when you when I first picked up, I couldn't even hear you. It didn't even sound like you. I was like, "Are you there?" Like I, I couldn't even. hear you. I felt so bad. I knew something was really wrong. I felt so bad, Abby. I'm glad. I'm glad it's like things are in the right direction now. But oh man. That the time i just think the timing of that is just so cruel i know it was just
1: nuts but yes he does he he started a new job on tuesday and it's kind of just a filler job for right now but hey
0: it's a job to bring in money so all is well we're good I'm glad he was able to find something so fast, even if it so is fast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a 1099 and um, his own vehicle and obviously not like long-term, but it, yeah, something to, yeah. So that was awesome. So
0: it could be a lot worse. That's yeah, that's really good. I'm so glad to hear that, that he was able to find something so fast. I know. so December sucked and was also good
1: all in one I don't know if that makes sense but
0: (laughs) okay so you said that you're excited for it to be 2023 a new year like do you have any resolutions because like honestly I feel like I'm struggling with making a an actual resolution because I feel like for me like I really turned a leaf during 2022 and I'm on like a good trajectory so for me like I just want to keep going and doing what I'm doing to be completely honest. But with you, like, it's completely different. What, what are your goals?
1: So I don't really believe in making like resolutions. I believe in making life changes. Okay. Um, I love that. If that, yeah, if that, yeah. Um, and of course my, n- one of my biggest ones is to propel my my business for even more. And I made it I haven't I haven't launched it yet to the public, but I've made a Facebook page for my business. After 12 years, I mean, it's about time. Um so I really want to do more social media work via my business and going to incorporate Instagram with that. So that's a big one for me.
0: That's awesome.
1: Professionally,
0: and then
1: yeah. um Personally, I don't know. I like to have little like life changes, like professionally, personally, spiritually, whatever. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so a big one for us as a couple personally is um, continue to work on getting out of debt. That is one that financial freedom, you know?
0: So, okay. So actually I just started, well, I started talking to, I have this friend who, um, she lives in Lincoln, but she is like a debt influencer on Instagram. And, um, she has like, I don't know how many followers, but like maybe like 30 or 40,000 followers or something like that. But you should definitely follow her. Her She is the savvy, Savita- savvy Sagittarius. And, um, she has like really great, tips and stuff. And I've been, um, I've been friends with her and I've been following her for a while. And I actually think I'm going to start like helping her, um, with some of the things she's doing too. So that's like, uh, that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. I need to. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. She, I all, um, send you her Instagram cause she's great. She really is.
1: Please, please do.
0: Do you have any resolutions or anything, Michelle? Well, I was gonna say no, but then I realized I
2: did have a resolution. Um, my resolution is to be more patient. Oh, <laughs> that and, shocks me because I feel like you're. Do you well, feel more no, patient? actually? Actually, you get get Seth on the podcast and <laughs> I, I was gonna
1: say, actually, I've gotten some phone calls from you where you're like, "My patience is running thin." You're right. Okay. <laughs> You're patient with me, but okay,
2: I, I can see it. I can see it. I think because in my past, I've had like a lot of like social anxiety and anxiety with work and all of that. I don't really have that so much anymore um, on the surface. Uh, but I realize I really, really, really like to have things done in a certain way because now with having the baby and juggling work and juggling a household and juggling trying to do things like work out and trying to do things like (laughs) I don't know anything outside of just the day-to-day stuff it's hard to manage it all and it stresses me out and then when I like I find myself very on edge when things are not done, like when I want them done and how I want them done. And I'm, I lose patience very easily because I don't have the time in my day that I used to have to get all these things done. So that's my resolution.
0: (laughs) No, Michelle, it's interesting that you say that because um, you are someone that I have looked to to over the last like couple of months. And I'm like, wow, like she like looking from like, I guess the outside, like she really has it together. She has time to um, like do all these like family things. Like you're always posting like pictures of Rhett and you are sending like um, Christmas cards and and thank you notes. And you're just, I, I feel like you're just like really like have your shit together. And it's, it's really impressive in my opinion. I think you do a great job.
2: That's really sweet. Thank you. That's really, really sweet. Thank
1: you. I appreciate that she's really amazing at that
0: and I love give- getting my little like cards from you when whenever you like send me one I'm just like oh Michelle like you're you're it's and so honestly like I haven't written thank you notes in like a few years and this year I wrote my thank you notes and it probably is because of of you to be completely oh my-
2: <laughs> really Aw.
0: that's because sweet. I love receiving it so it's just like I want I want to do that for other people you know and and I'm an adult and I should be able to do it too. (laughs) I love receiving
1: them too from you and my other friends, but y'all know that that will never, ever happen. You will never (laughs) get that from me. I live my life in like, me and Michelle are like, completely night and day. I live my life in such like an erratic, neurotic chaos state. (laughs) <laughs> and she's so like you said like
0: put together
1: put together and I have a couple girlfriends like that and I'm like I love it I don't know how they freaking do it and I don't care because I don't even want to do it <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: because I'm, I'm a mess that's like opposite of me I'm like I want to be more like you Abby's like no. I wish.
1: <laughs> everyone knows I'm a hot mess luckily my <laughs> friends love me for being a hot mess um, but, so oh my God. <laughs> uh, but no, I was telling Michelle, like, I'm like, you are just are so used to she's a perfectionist mm-hmm. and she likes things, you know, she likes to be organized, have things done a certain way. I feel like you're the same way, Christina. And, you know, I'm I just always breaking do down like I a chicken with my head cut off. And then she gets a new, a new little addition, addition to her family. And it's it. she's had to adjust to that. And that's what I was telling her. Like, it's an adjustment. It I is. mean, not for me, because my life was already that shit crazy. But I mean, for, for normal people.
2: It is. And you have to, you got to learn to let certain things go. You know what I mean? And I'm not used to that. And I'm still learning. So that's why when I say be more
0: patient, <laughs> that's part of it. The- <laughs> That's funny. Well, I think that that's great that um we all have our like little, little things that we're working on um this year. For me, like I really just, um I want to keep going on the same tra- trajectory that I've been going, but really honestly, like be more organized. I spent, I mean, obviously I had a lot of time off work and I would try not to just like sit here and do nothing all day. So when I would get these like little bursts of energy, I try to um, clean things up around my house and I've done like a really good job I think of organizing things for the most part I only have like one room left to go and I'm uh, yeah I'm really I'm really excited to have this like clean space that um, is organized in the way that I want it to and um, yeah I just I, I think that it's just gonna um, help me and then also like I, I find that when I make lists I'm way more productive. I'm like almost a better person because I like know what I'm doing when I'm doing it. And so, um, but a lot of times I fall off on making lists, even though I know that I should be, I don't. And so I guess like this year, one of my goals is to really, um, keep to what I'm doing, um, and make sure that, I don't fall off because that's, that's the hardest part is like creating the habit and keeping it going. Exactly. I think that making
2: lists makes me motivated to cross things off of it. So I think that's a really good thing yeah. to do. It's like, you see it in front of you and you're like, I gotta, I gotta get that done. Yeah. I made a
1: list. I made a list once.
2: <laughs> she said once. <laughs>
1: I love y'all so much. No, Christina, you had a great 2022. You made so many positive
0: changes in
1: your life. Yeah. And
0: it's gonna be hard to talk, but hopefully. <laughs> um. Okay, so let's change gears a little bit here. We have missed out on a lot of like, since we haven't recorded in a while, you know, we've missed out on a lot of um reality tv which is what the majority of our podcast is centered around so let's kind of refocus a little bit talk a little bit of reality tv and then um we'll just you know keep going forward from here keep doing what we're doing so we've missed three episodes of the challenge and the first one that we what were you saying sorry it was three i thought it was only two. Oh god okay yeah. Okay, okay. Three episodes of the challenge. Um 11, 12 and 13. So we have a lot to to catch up on here. So the first one that we missed with I um, we're just going to like briefly like talk about these. I think besides maybe this first one we'll go in a little bit more detail just because it was trivia. Did you watch the trivia episode?
2: I yeah. <laughs> yeah did I, oh my christina i'm like did i completely miss an episode now um who who went home on this episode narice narice yes i watched this okay sorry yep
0: okay, okay I well we'll start it was so then, long ago i forgot <laughs> i know exactly i yeah so okay so this challenge episode number 11 the daily was called spin class and basically they were on this wheel and so uh, TJ spun the wheel, and whoever it stopped on ha- had to answer the trivia question. Now, since I was thinking maybe, since Abby, you haven't watched this yet, we could ask you some of these questions.
1: Okay, so I mean, everyone knows I'm dumb, so
0: let's just no. These let's are just, are
1: like... <laughs> but these let's are like the, the
0: coffin. Let's
1: do it. Let's do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so. These are, okay, so these are, like, ride or die related, right? Okay, so Amber was the first one up. She was asked, who is CP3O's robot ride or die?
1: CP3O?
0: Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we have the challenge all over again, ladies and gentlemen, because that's exactly what Amber said. She had no idea.
1: I've never heard of CP3O.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm dead. No. Star Wars is what it's from.
2: Oh, no, I don't watch that. You know that, you know, the gold, the gold. these uh, well, we robots, not the right R2 robot. R2-D2. R2-D2.
0: <laughs> okay, when you said the gold robot. Okay. okay. So at least you could figure it out. Even after, like, uh, TJ <laughs> and Jordan both told her Star Wars, she still couldn't figure it out. She had no idea
1: well I probably couldn't have until she said the gold thing
0: but oh well you still got it um uh, okay so next one Chauncey was asked what is the last name of superstar tennis sisters who hail from Compton
1: oh Williams
0: correct and Chauncey got that wrong
1: no he didn't I know. know I know. believe that <laughs> <laughs> okay He's Frank? very,
0: he's, I'm
2: trying to give him an excuse, but it's not really, he's very young. I don't know. Is that an excuse? No, not really. I don't know.
0: I don't think that's an excuse. And like his excuse in his confessional was like, I'm from Boston, not from Compton. Like what? Like I'm from Nebraska and I know that. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm not going to judge him because I know there's more coming that I'm <laughs> not okay. going to know. So
0: Oracio so, was asked, what is the name of famous American couple... That traveled across the country and robbed banks.
1: Bonnie and Clyde.
0: Correct. Which Horacio also got wrong. Good job. Um, okay, so Bananas. Um, bananas was asked this famous female ride or die pair rode off a glyph at the end of the movie that was also named after them.
1: Oh, shit. Thumbnail Louise.
0: Mm hmm. Good wow. job. Okay, so I didn't know that one, but I feel like bananas and you are in the right like age group. We're old, yeah. Just say we're, old. we're in the right age group. But I didn't know that. One. Don't try to be like politically correct about it. Oh <laughs> man. Okay, so um, Nani was asked. Who are the two ride or die sisters who starred in the movie Frozen?
1: Elsa and Anna.
0: Yeah, good job. I have a five-year-old,
1: if I don't know that.
0: (laughs) So Nani got that wrong. She said Ella and Grace, which is funny. But yeah, okay. So Anissa, um, she was asked... What writer-die duo is known as star-crossed lovers in Shakespeare's most famous play?
1: Romeo and Juliet.
0: Correct. Which Anissa got right? Um, Jordan was asked spell Anissa's last name.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't even know her. F I E R R A.
0: Okay, so it's F
1: E R R e-i-r-a oh i i'm like wait what's her and i know it was for yeah i don't even okay
0: and jordan was wrong he said f-e-r-r-a-r-a so f-e-r-r-e-i-r-a is Anissa's last name okay um nelson was asked which twins starred in full house
1: both of them mary kate and ashley olsen
0: yes Oh, um, I did.
1: Did uh, he get it right?
0: He did. He did. Okay. Um, okay, so Nerice was asked which pair of Italian plumbers are two of the most iconic video game characters of all time?
1: Mario and Luigi. What is this?
0: It's like it's surprising like how many people got wrong. Yeah, these these don't seem that not hard yeah that's what i thought okay so this one i also didn't know um i would have been right there with tori what writer or die actors won an oscar for writing goodwill hunting 25 years ago
1: oh matt damon and ben affleck
0: yes she said ben affleck and brad pitt but you are correct
1: again my era
0: spell animosity that was mariah's question
1: And it a n n a n i m o s i t y.
0: Yes, correct. The spelling ones I think are the ones that would like really be challenging.
1: I've never. (laughs) I feel like I'm a good speller, but when you just asked me that, like under pressure, I was like,
0: it's different. Yeah, and yes. I'm a terrible speller, like, even without, so I would do terrible, and anything spelling, don't put me in.
1: Well, I, I don't think I'm a great speller, but I, I feel like I'm decent, just because I'm a big reader, but yeah, when you when you just said it, I'm like, A, and I'm like, wait, no, is it A? Like, I was second-guessing myself.
0: Okay, so okay. we have the next question. Which biblical couple lived in the Garden of Eden?
1: Adam and Eve.
0: Yeah, correct. Which Casey got wrong? She said Eden. You know these the ones that
2: are like the pe- question on pairs are significantly easier than some of these spelling ones. Oh no, we have more spelling ones coming up.
0: What? Yeah. So the um not the next one, but the one after that is another spelling one. Okay. So the next one is Devin was asked, "Who is Scooby Doo's ride or die?" Shaggy. Yes, correct. Olivia was asked to spell allegiance.
1: A-L-L-E-G-I-A-N-C-E.
0: Yes, correct. Which Olivia got incorrect. Um. So Mariah was then asked, what month is Fessy's birthday?
1: Oh, I don't fucking know.
0: June, I think
1: he's a Gemini, like me.
0: He is she, an October baby.
1: Uh, okay. I don't know.
0: October, yep, and she said September, so she was also wrong. Then Fessy was asked, how many siblings does Mariah have? And I don't
1: know who Mariah is, so
0: So um the correct answer is six. And um he said three. So he got it. They right.
2: know each other. This is just a scam. <laughs>
0: Yeah, these right. writer dies are false. Yeah, so Mariah <laughs> said on the, um, she was just on the official challenge podcast this last week and she said that she knew Fessy for like about a year before going on um, the challenge that she'd gone on a date with him and I think that they like hooked up a few times but then decided that they were like just friends and from what I gathered, they like play a lot of video games online together. And we're, like, just kind of bros. And so I don't think that they were, like, best friends, like, ride or dies by any means. But I do think that, like, they knew each other. It wasn't, like, I know some people are, like, oh, he just saw her, picked her out at a gym. I don't think that it was, like, necessarily like that. But yeah. um, I, I don't think they knew each other, like, super well. I think he picked her because she's fit. I, like That's exactly what I was going to say.
2: Whenever they called him and said you need a female partner, give us some options. I'm sure he was like, "Oh, she'd be perfect. Let me right. Yeah, exactly. Connect back with her. The girl I went on a date with and I play video games with every 6 weeks or whatever. You know what I mean?
0: Right, exactly. That's exactly how I think that that it was. But I think that like she's like a really loyal person. I really like her. She seems very genuine to me. And so I think that, like, she really did have Fessy's best interest at heart. I really do think that she was standing up for him most of the season. So I think she went into it with, like, the right mindset, even though prior, like, maybe, you know, like, his relationship with her clearly wasn't as strong as it was with somebody like Casey.
2: I see everyone on Twitter calling her boring, and I'm the
0: first one to say someone's boring. I kind of liked her. I didn't really find her boring. I think boring is the wrong word. I think that at the beginning of the season, um, yeah, she she wasn't really shown much. And I think it probably did take her a while to get used to the cameras. But I think once she got used to it, we can see how she's warmed up a little bit. And I think being separated from Fessy was also, you know, a benefit to her as well because she has to learn how to play her own game. And, you know, like we saw you know, jumping ahead a couple episodes, but this last episode with, um, when her team had to decide a guy to go down, um, or I guess the next episode, and her team had to decide a guy to go down, and she obviously is very close with both Bessie and Bananas, so that was really hard for her, and so she is forming her own relationships, regardless if, you know, who those relationships are with. Yeah, she
2: didn't bow down to Fessy and what he wanted her to do. I was like, oh, okay, I like her. So, you know what? I don't I
0: don't really think she's boring. I don't know. No, I don't think so either. I think it just took her a couple weeks to get used to the cameras, which she, it's not like she came from another reality TV show. Like, this is brand new to her. I totally understand. Yeah. Yeah, I like her. Um. Okay, so the next question that was asked was to Narice. She was asked, what is Nelson's moniker when he gets in the water? What do we call Nelson when he gets in the water?
1: I I don't. Is it an animal?
0: No. Scubanelli. Oh, how do I not know that? (laughs) I think you probably just like weren't thinking about it in that way, maybe.
1: No. Um,
0: Okay, so then Nelson was asked what Vermont deal is famous for making ice cream? Ben and Jerry's. Yes, correct. And Nelson also got that right. So Nelson is like 2 for 2 in trivia today, which is very okay. impressive for him. Yeah. <laughs> impressive, go Nelson. Um okay, so then Devin is up next and he's asked what musical artist famously teamed up for the song Empire State of Mind.
1: Oh, I don't know this. I know nothing about music.
0: So it was Jay-Z and Alicia Keys, and he got it wrong. He said Jay-Z and Rihanna.
1: Yeah, I definitely would have gotten that wrong.
0: So if Devin would have gotten that question right, his team would have won. But because he got it wrong, the it's now Bananas' term, and Bananas is asked a math question. So what is 10 times 4 times 3 minus 2?
1: 10 times four
0: times three. Minus two. Yep.
1: 118.
0: Yes, you are correct. And Bananas also got it correct. So because of that, that team won. Bananas, Fessy, Nelson, Chauncey, Tori, Olivia, Anissa, and Casey win again. So, um Wait, so they're not even
1: in pairs anymore? Now they're in
0: teams? Yeah, they split into teams the last episode. Oh, And they're on an opposite team as the ride or die. Oh, I
1: was so mad because I've been hearing such good things about this season. Mm -hmm. And I told Michelle, I started to watch it. And my DDR had only, I guess I have it set to only save a certain amount. So like the first three were gone.
0: Oh
1: no. Or I'm not sure.
0: I bet and you can like, still I find don't know them how to watch it. I bet so you can find them on it. demand. Like if you have cable, do you have cable?
1: Oh yeah. I have on demand. Okay.
0: Yeah. They'll be on demand.
1: Oh, okay. I need to do that then. Cause I, 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 I got in the mood where I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to binge this. There's... Like it's fine. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So have you watched any of it or did you not watch any of it because of that?
1: no i didn't watch any of it i didn't want to start on episode three
0: or four gotcha yeah i had to do that with the last season of married at first sight because okay so i really like that show i really like married at first sight but i hate the first few episodes because they are so slow introducing everybody you have to get through all the weddings and it it literally have you watched that show before michelle
2: watched religiously the first five or six seasons I have not watched the last three because it's got too repetitive for me it's the same thing every season no one ever stays together if they do stay together at the reunion they break up a year later it's just like all right I've had enough but I, I, it's very repetitive show
0: so uh, the first season that I ever watched was Boston with Swaz like two seasons ago that was the first one I ever watched and I really liked it but I hate how it starts And so um, what I did last season was I waited until I could binge a few episodes and I could like, you know, maybe fast forward through some of the stuff that I didn't want to watch. And so, um, but the first few episodes were gone because I waited for too long. And so I had to, I found them on demand and that's how I watched it. But there's actually a new season that just started this last week of Married at First Sight. Nashville and I am going to watch that season but I'll probably wait like three weeks to start it and then binge like the first three episodes
2: I even I used to watch that show I had a DVR it and I think that's probably why I stopped watching it because I, is it on Wednesdays and there was too many things on Wednesdays so it stopped yeah. recording so that's why I stopped watching it because I can't watch that show live and I can't watch that show with commercials because I gotta fast forward through like half the show it's so yeah. it's such a repetitive show
0: once they, they get it. I'm like I we got to move on <laughs> once they get to like living together then I, I really enjoy the show like I'm hooked I can't stop watching yeah but, it's, a, it's a addictive show I agree it is
2: it, and I probably would still be watching it if there wasn't so many things on Wednesday and my DVR stopped recording it
0: that's funny well if you ever if it ever starts recording it again then we'll <laughs> have to talk about it <laughs> yeah um okay so Since that team won this daily challenge, um, the people who are up for elimination are the girls on the opposite team. So we have Narice, Mariah, Amber, or Nani as potential people up for elimination. So um, when they get into the deliberation, they decide that Narice is the direct vote and like Tori goes on this like huge rant about how like it's not personal, which is just like bullshit because like, obviously it is personal. I'm sorry, but it is. And, um, so she's the direct vote and then Mariah pulls the safe dagger and she saves Nani instead of Amber. Amber seems like she's kind of blindsided by this and, um, it is Amber versus Norris in elimination. Um, what do you think about Mariah saving Nani? Oh, I don't, I don't
2: think... Amber should have been so surprised
0: because Mariah's in with bananas. So, of course. Kind of what I was thinking, too, because obviously, like, bananas is the one that orchestrated that and made that happen. But I do understand, too, how, like, Amber had been kind of riding with the rookies all season. So I get why, you know, she kind of maybe thought that. But after Norris threw her in, I think that should have been, you know, maybe kind of her sign that, like, Maybe I'm not as close with them as I thought, because obviously Mariah and Narice are way closer. So also, I guess the reason, yeah, like Bananas kind of orchestrated that to happen, but also Mariah said that Narice told her she would rather go against Amber than Nani, and she was going to do whatever Norris wanted her to do. Oh, okay.
2: I didn't know that piece. Okay.
0: So, yeah. So, Narice went against Amber in pole wrestle, and the first round actually seemed pretty close. But um, there were a couple times that I think if Narice had more experience, maybe, um, or like thought about it in a different way, like she could have twisted in ways that she could have gotten it from Amber. Um, but ultimately, Amber ended up winning that two to one, and Narice is eliminated. Who was your MVP and your LVP? For this
2: episode, uh, okay, my MVP, I said Amber because yet again she wins another elimination. I just think she's like doing really great this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, LVP, like, there's a couple people. I no, no one really stood out like majorly. There's a couple people like Chauncey doesn't know who Serena and Venus Williams are. Okay, whatever. Their team still won, so I can't really say he was the LVP. Um, I guess I would say i think tori came off the worst with saying like oh it's not personal against marie so i would say tori
0: okay that's a those are good answers and it's funny that you said that about chauncey because um on the challenge mania patreon when they like recap it or whatever um scott was literally like give chauncey the lvp and give it to him twice for not knowing either of those sisters I, I can see that. it's Yeah, that was kind of a <laughs> rough one. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, so my MVP actually was Nani. And the reason why I chose her is because um, she hasn't really been shown much with Mariah. And I think that the um, politics of like being in with bananas and everything um, really helped her this episode. And I think that um, even though Norris wanted to go against Amber... Um, I think that based on what we saw, Nani just, like, played a really good political game, and this was, um, kind of, like, a really good just slip by here for her. And so, um, I think Nani versus Norris would have been a really scrappy battle, too, and so I give it to Nani, and then my LVP this episode um was Nelson and the reason why is because um I put Nelson because even though his team won that challenge I think for Nelson in his game it would have been more beneficial for him to lose that challenge and with it being trivia like Nelson has never as proud as I am of him for getting his two trivia questions right like Nelson, it would not be shocking to anybody if he would have gotten those trivia questions wrong. So I think he should have thrown it. I think he should have gotten it wrong. And I think he should have let his ride or die stay in the game. Because as far as like his team goes, he even said it. It's split in his team is in two teams. They're not a full team. And he's on the opposite side of a lot of the people who he's on his on his team with. And you know, like jumping forward to like next episode and what we see happen um, with the votes. I think that if Narice was there, um, she would not have. She would have tied the votes, unlike what Mariah did at the very end. I truly believe that Narice would have tied the votes and like made it somebody else's problem, not hers. So um, I don't think that that was what was best for his game. I get the win mentality. I think it's awesome that he's won four daily challenges, especially after losing, like, 54 in a row or whatever. But um, I really don't think that for him getting to the final, that that was a good game move. I really don't. So my elbow is Nelson. I,
2: I, I could, could, could not agree more. I think the piece missing for Nelson to win this show is the strategy piece. He keeps, like, hitching his wagon to the wrong people every time. And he can't get away. I don't. I and I. I think it's, we even see it in the next episode when he calls Corey. I think that was the next episode when he calls Corey, and Corey's like, "You're working with Fessy. You're okay. working." There? so
0: that's like the very beginning of the next episode. So let's just jump into it. Then we'll talk about this phone call.
2: Uh, it sounded like uh, Nelson and Corey were kind of talking about Nelson's game and how everything was going and. Corey was just completely like shocked that Nelson was like oh i'm I'm riding with fessy, right. And I think Corey told him you need to get bananas out if you want to win the final,
0: Mhm, yeah, so he says, get Nelson out or get I'm sorry, get fessy out, get bananas out, and Nelson at this point is working with both of them,
2: yep, yep
0: so he needed maybe he needed cory i never thought
2: cory would be the strategy mind in this relationship i mean i guess but
0: right i know yeah he really needed Corey there
2: didn't cory
0: work with fessy and bananas at one point yeah they worked together on total madness that's what got johnny his his seventh win but i think both Corey and kyle have since said they learned their lesson from that like maybe you know like They should have known, yeah, but both of them claimed that they learned their lesson from
2: that. Corey seemed very clear headed. He was like, Nelson, focus on what you're trying to do. Forget about your friendships. You're you're trying to win the million dollars. Think about your mom. Think about the money. Like, he seemed very clear headed, maybe in a way that he's never been clear headed on the show before. So I was kind of surprised.
0: I th- I feel like we saw that from Corey when um when he came back during total madness. So I yeah. really think that like a lot of times when these these challengers get get a clear head and they are thinking in terms of like this is how you win, it's after they cu- they take a couple seasons off. They have that time to decompartmentalize.
2: Yeah. So, I I, listen, I'll be happy if Corey comes back. I think he's dealing with a lot. Like, I saw his daughter had surgery the other day, heart surgery. Yeah. Uh, And she was, like, just... Hey, it was, like, very sad what what he posted. It sounds like she's doing a little better now.
0: Yeah. Oh,
2: my God. Awful. I can't imagine leaving a baby when they're dealing with all that. So, I don't know if he'll be back anytime soon, but maybe.
0: I could see him doing, like... I wish that all-stars didn't leave this soon. Cause all-stars is actually supposed to be leaving like next week. So maybe we'll have another breaking news episode for you guys coming up here, but, um, yeah, he, if I feel like if it wasn't so soon, he would be a great candidate for all-stars. I would love to see him on all-stars. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I mean, he just, he just needs to focus on the baby and oh, God, oh, can- that's awful. I
0: know that yeah she had like open heart surgery for a little baby um okay so michelle do you want to talk about this daily uh give me a a
2: jog reminder of what it was (laughs) chop or drop oh okay actually i actually the last two episodes i've liked the daily challenges so this one, they had to get in the helicopter, and there was different size rings that were worth different amounts of points, right? It was, like, the first one was maybe 25 or 20, right? 50, yeah. And then 50, then 70, then
0: what was the biggest one? 100? I don't know exactly. I honestly, yeah. I noticed the first one they said 50 was points, so I don't know. Okay, so
2: the team... Uh, Had to hold on to it looks like kind of like candle bars and they're swinging down from it. So you need good upper body strength. Right. So you had to drop into whatever uh, like a target circle that. Yeah. Whatever target circle that you wanted the points for. And I was very impressed with how accurate people were because the first team, which was that was the bananas. Mm hmm. Bessie, Casey, that team went first, and they had a plan. Okay, these two are going to drop in this one, these two are going to drop in that one, and then these two are going to drop in that one. And they all hit it, and they did it perfectly. Um, The thing is, after you drop, you had to swim um, to a platform. Was it a platform, I guess? A -hmm. platform. And if TJ said at the beginning, if the teams ended up tied, whoever swam back to the platform first would be the winner. So the second team actually ties Gets the same amount of points, but they swim back faster because they put uh, Jordan and Horacio in a position to go back and help the girls. I think it was Nani. Mm -hmm. Was it Amber? Amber and Nani? It
0: was Nani and Mariah.
2: Mariah. And help them swim and get back faster. And and I thought that was a really nice strategy. Now, Christina, you tell me, because I saw a controversy. Did Jordan really hit the target or not? I don't know.
0: Um, you know, honestly, I've seen that controversy. I've seen the slow mo clip that Bananas posted. Um, it it looks like you know maybe he didn't hit the target. Um, but I when I rewatched it, cause I did after that rewatch that part, and when I rewatched it, like Fessy is talking about how he thought that he hit the target, so it must have been very close. Um but, I it looked like it to me. I'm gonna give it to him I don't know. Yeah. I mean you have to give it to him because the team won. But yeah. there were a lot of things in this that like one thing that I was thinking was why does everybody seem to be more focused on um hanging and like can I hang long enough to go into the last one um than they are on swimming? Because swimming seems to be the bigger portion here. And so um, we saw like a few different things with this. We saw um, that Fessy had asked um, Bananas if they should go back and help. Banana says no. Fessy ends up going back and helping anyway. He basically like carries Olivia in with him. Um, And then we see after the challenge that Nelson like literally is talking to Fessy about this and he has the same exact thought that I did. And he's like, He's very really upset with himself, and he's like, I knew it was going to come down to the swimming. I thought like, I thought we should – he's like, I've been on this for nine seasons now. Like, yeah, like, Fessy's on my team. Like, yeah, Bananas is on my team. But I should have stepped up and been that leader and spoken up and said what I thought. But he didn't because he has, like, all these big dogs on his team, you know? And if he yeah. would have, I think it, it would have won them that challenge because you can't tell me, like, Tori has – she said that she dropped first because she didn't want, she didn't know how long she could hang on. Tori could have hung on at least to that second one. And if she's not as strong of a swimmer as other people, if the faster people would have been in the back, then I think it would have helped them. It really could have changed the outcome of that. Yeah, I hear you. I agree. And the other thing that's been driving me crazy is why are the teams different colors every episode? Like- <laughs> I not didn- like <laughs> this team- this we had this time we had like the blue and the yellow team, and then like last time we had like the pink and the green team, and it's like it's the same like why are we confusing? We don't have a team name, is it still Vessie's and mariah's team like i don't I don't understand what's going on here why why don't we just have a color that we can like assign to them? I don't get it that would
2: be much better, even with that horrible season where they did like the sleeper cells like Ruby, whatever
0: at least like yeah. you could it they were the same ones the whole time it was (laughs) so weird to me I don't like that at all but anyway so then we get to the deliberation and we see in the like I'm just gonna kind of like lump together deliberation pre-elimination right now because we have like kind of a lot that happened here so we see that um Devin has written out Operation Save Chauncey. So he has bananas versus Fessy um, written down. Nelson versus bananas. Fessy versus Nelson. And um, he wants written on his paper. He wants the direct vote to be Fessy, but he's open to um, you know seeing what other people have to say at this point. But he is Operation Save Chauncey, which is just like. For whatever reason, Amber is just loving, even though the only reason Devin wants that is because Chauncey's the weakest player on the other team, and he wants to make sure that he stays there. So, completely different reasons for wanting Chauncey to stay, but, um, yeah, that was kind of funny, but basically, like, they want to break up the Fessy and Nelson duo, because honestly, it's true, they are, they do have each other's backs, and they are pretty strong, um, duo jordan wants to he has a conversation one-on-one with devin and he wants to um throw fessy into elimination at this point because he says like eventually if you throw him in enough times he's gonna lose which is totally true not every elimination is for everyone yep so and all we've seen fessy in so far is these like headbangers these like crazy you know hall brawls pole wrestles of course he's gonna win those so let's see fessy and like a puzzle elimination will he still win what about an eating challenge would he still win probably not you know so win this show can't eat the food that's what i was thinking watching the the next episode right yeah so then we have like jordan um telling fessy and like two hours before elimination that he won't say his name But then Jordan, or I'm sorry, Tori is very paranoid and she goes up to Jordan and she has this conversation with him where she says that she wants Jordan to save Fessy and then she threatens their outside relationship out of the house if he chooses to put Fessy in. What did you think about that threat? Because for me, I was like, how is Tori really right now trying to compare Her saving Jordan in a previous week to Jordan saving Fessy for Tory. Like Jordan saving Tori saving Jordan would be equivalent to Jordan saving Tori, not Jordan saving Fessy for Tori. Right? Tori seemed to have it in her head
2: that she's the only reason that Jordan made it this far. And she's been standing up for him and doing all this stuff for him. And it's like the least he can do to do this for her. That's kind of what she seemed to have in her head. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, because her team did want to throw in Jordan in the first elimination when they threw it in Um, when it was Kevin or Kevin. Huh? Can't even know. Don't even know his name. Kenny versus. <laughs> no, he's Kevin now. Just say Kevin, please when they had that elimination they had wanted to throw in Jordan and the reason that they didn't was because of Tori but again Tori saving Jordan is equivalent to Jordan saving Tori not Jordan saving Fessy for Tori like I mean the whole thing just blew my mind like what well, okay that's stupid so then she wanted, I think taking a step back, she obviously
2: still had feelings for him because she keeps referring, oh, you were cuddling, in, you were cuddling in bed with me. And then you went to Narisa. Blah, blah, blah. Like, she wants to know that she still has some sort of power over him. And that's what this was about, more so than saving Fessy. Like, she wants to know that she can tell him, like, you got to do this or it's going to mess up our relationship out of here. And she wants him to be so scared to mess up their relationship. Her, but he really didn't seem to fucking
0: care i think he cares more than he lets on for sure yeah yeah you don't don't say like i love you to your ex-fiance while you're cuddling with them naked if like i mean you're on camera i don't know i just it's a very messy situation and i know that a lot of people on like the twitter webs are like very sick of the jordan Tory storyline, but I'm going to be honest with you, I'm loving it. I I really like it, too. I'm intrigued. It's messy and it's real, and I'm glad that we're getting to see it, and I'm even more excited to see them continue on um, the Global Challenge. Yeah. Definitely.
2: They're on that?
0: Yeah. They are? They are. They are both on it.
1: Okay, can I just do a little side note here?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And y'all are gonna hate me for this, um, because I'm totally sidetracking. That's okay. Um, but I was rewatching all the Big Brother seasons, mm-hmm. and I was not a fan of Tyler, or as y'all know, Angela from mm-hmm. our the first season recap but I really like rewatching stuff I'm like they really loved each other I'm really upset they broke up
0: <laughs> yeah I, okay. I can see just
1: that. just side note I don't know they kind of remind me of um, Tori and Jordan in a little bit
0: I hope we see them the way well.
1: where I, I didn't like them either but I did feel like they really loved each other so I'm like even though They're not my favorite people. I don't know. I'm like, oh, that sucks.
0: Since they haven't officially announced their breakup, I just really hope that they hold off a little bit longer and they're both cast on the Challenge USA season two. And then we get to see what they have to say about it.
1: Okay, that's just my little side note since I haven't been watching the Challenge and I just had to throw that in there.
0: Oh, that's fine. So we get to this elimination and it's kind of crazy here. Okay, so we have um, people who, so we have Jordan, Devin, and Horacio, who all give their direct vote to Fessy. Now, before Jordan votes for Fessy, he is all like super dramatic and says that, brings up that Tory came to him and threatened their outside relationship. And then says that he does not negotiate with terrorists and calls Tori a terrorist. (laughs) I loved it. I loved it. I loved it too. But I think it's so funny. Like, just like given the fact that we have literally been given footage. We have seen Jordan go to Ukraine. We have seen, like, they have given him this like hero storyline, basically, this season. And so for him to, like, see, like, really be at war and really see what's going on and then to call Tori a terrorist was just. Well, I think he was, he was making an
2: analogy. He even said oh, he's, no, like, sure. someone's trying to use my emotions as hostage. So it was, like, the hostage terrorist yeah. analogy. So I I liked it. her a
0: terrorist.
2: terrorist.
0: Yes, I Abby, mean, you gotta find the clip. It really, it really tickled <laughs> me. It's. It's funny. I'm sorry. I think that's hilarious. And then she gets like super pissed and is like screaming at him about it. And she's like, this is not my fault. This is not my fault. I mean, it is just it is great. It is, it's gold TV. So we have those three that uh, voted for for Fessy. We have two votes for Nelson, and then Mariah is the last person to vote. And so instead of tying things up and voting for Nelson, she decides to burn her vote and um vote for Chauncey. Now, she says on the Official Challenge podcast that um, Devin had told her um, that if it were tied, that one of their guys would have to go into elimination. I don't necessarily think that's true. I think that they would have had to re-vote, and if it it were still a tie, then potentially um, one of them would have had to go into elimination, but I don't think it would be as cut and dry as that. And so she burns her vote on Chauncey, which which sends her rider die Fessy directly into the elimination. See the way
2: Mariah said that was such confidence; I just believed her, and I thought, "Oh, that's what's gonna happen." Okay.
0: Hmm.
1: Wait, who who did Fessy go into elimination against?
0: So then we get to the draw. And, um, Chauncey pulls the safe dagger and he chooses to save bananas. So Fessy goes into elimination with Nelson. Oh no. So the elimination, um, is called spearhead. And basically what they have to do is they have to untangle a bunch of chains that have all these spears that are, um, tangled together And then they have to pull the spears through drywall and place the spears in like a slot holder. And um, Fessy ends up beating Nelson in the elimination. So Nelson and Norris are officially eliminated from the challenge since they are the first pair to have both people eliminated. Norris is no longer in redemption. And um, so they go home and Fessy stays in the game
1: there's a redemption house i need to watch this season
0: well there's like actually not a redemption house they just go back to a hotel and chill in their hotel but um there is an opportunity for like we're like meant to believe that there is a redemption house yeah
1: Oh. and
0: kevin is still waiting there uh Yeah, he <laughs> apparently he said on a podcast that he was he had to go like back to a hotel for like 16 days. So I don't know. We don't know, you know, if those 16 days means he gets back into the game after 16 days or if Casey gets eliminated like Nelson dis- just did or what happens. We don't know. But what we do know is that he did say on a podcast that he was there for 16 days by himself. And then I would,
2: that that sounds like a dream a dream come true.
0: A hotel room by yourself
2: 16 days so
0: Narissa said that she um i'll
1: stay with you michelle (laughs) okay
0: she (laughs) said that she was like trying calling random rooms like trying to find kenny and she like never ended up finding him but that she like tried and the producers like wouldn't tell her what room he was in oh that's (laughs) funny um he's like like, i want a friend here (laughs) So who was your MVP and your LVP this episode? Um, my MVP, I thought I
2: was between uh, Jordan Horacio and I decided Jordan for going back and swimming and getting the girls and being the reason pretty much that they won that challenge. If we don't follow the conspiracy theories or whatever. Yeah. And then, of course, the line about terrorists, amazing. And then I think, was this the episode where they showed the clips of him helping in the U- Ukraine? I believe so, yeah. Okay, that's why I got to give it to Jordan. Um, and the way he set Tori off, you could tell he was loving that he did that. Okay, oh, so Jordan won that did. for me.
0: I completely yeah. agree. He was my MVP, too, for all the reasons you just said. Star of the episode. Yeah, and then my LVP, and I hate
2: to give it to him, but I'm giving it to Nelson. All his bad decisions have culminated in getting him here, mm-hmm. and that's really all I can say.
1: Um, I didn't even be- watch it, but just from this recap, can I give mine? <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, my MVP was going to be Jordan just for that line to Tori, and unfortunately, it was going to be Nelson for – teaming yeah. up with bananas or maybe y'all talked about that mm-hmm. in the last episode and then losing the the elimination so yeah, i'm just yeah I, i'm not watching and just listening to y'all i'm just no
0: that's okay so i like i said i give my mvp also to jordan he just like really killed it this episode um but i give my lvp to mariah because she should have tied up that boat and who knows what would have happened after that? we don't know, but she I really think she should have tied up that vote i I don't know I just I do think so. me because I think she really believed what she said was gonna happen was gonna happen, so I know yeah. i do I do believe that too I that like she really thought that, but i I really think she should have tied up that vote because I. I think the target on her back became a lot bigger because she did that. And I just really don't think it was, I think it was a disservice to her game. Yes, I agree with you. I, yeah, the repercussions. Yep, you're right. I, I mean, it really just comes down to lack of experience. And like, that's something that you learn as a rookie. And I think she has said on Twitter a lot that she, watching things back, she learned a lot of things. She has a lot of insight. She would play the game differently next time. I think she's smart. I think she's genuine. I think if she came back, that she would do a lot of things differently. And, um, but I think that she just deserves the LVP this episode because she's still learning. And those things that she's still learning about the game, I just don't think it was a good game move. And there really wasn't another person in this episode in my opinion, besides maybe Nelson, that deserved it. But I don't think Nelson really deserved it this episode either because he couldn't really do anything about the position that he was in being as close as he was to Fessy. And yeah, I agree with you. Maybe that is repercussions of, like, the whole game as a whole. But I think as far as, like, this episode is concerned, he just got the short end of the stick.
2: Yeah. I hear you. I am try- I was trying to think of like I- when I was thinking about it earlier before we came on, I was like, okay, well, if he did, he should have done this and, this and this. I don't know. I can't remember it all now. But I just feel like the whole season, he just didn't play. He didn't play smart the whole season, in my opinion. Like, oh, this is what I'm saying. Everyone who voted for him was like, well, Nelson said my name. And it's like, it just was like, everything came back to bite him. I don't know. It just seemed like everything kind of snowballed. And it was like, okay, Nelson, now is your time to go. And no one really cared. No one really felt that bad for him. It was just like, all right, bye,
0: Nelson. I don't know. I totally agree with you completely. But I'm still going to give it to Mariah. Um, Moving on to the next episode here the last episode of the challenge episode 13 um we have some fillers in the beginning i don't even remember like what happened honestly do you remember what happened in the beginning of this episode before the daily yes there was the fight where fessy
2: confronted oh, it riot. Riot in front of everyone and then it turned into jordan versus tori in front of
0: everyone mm-hmm. um so it's just a mess before the daily yeah just a mess um so then we get into this daily and it's called blind faith and i agree with you michelle i really like this daily as well and it was different um than other dailies because it gave me like final vibes but there wasn't like running and stuff you know it was just like different stages that that they had to com- com- compete with and i loved the very beginning when they say okay so basically like There is a symbol and based on the symbol, you have to choose two people to, from your team to compete. And so Jordan just like automatically is like, it's me. I'm going to do it because I'm good at so many things, which like good for Jordan. He has faith in himself. I'm not surprised he did that. But what I really loved was that Fessy was like, I'm going to go because I want to go against Jordan. I loved that.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so what they had to do is they were given seven targets and they had to, they were given a slingshot and a bucket of ammo and they had to, um, hit all seven targets. And if they missed, they had to drink this like gross smoothie that had like fish and nastiness in it. So, um, both of them really struggled to hit their targets at first, um, a lot. And eventually, Devin ends up helping Jordan. And once Devin ends up helping Jordan, like it's like right on. He's hitting all the targets, and um, they don't. It, they don't. Neither of them hit a single target for over 17 minutes. And then finally, at 17 minutes is when Jordan hits his first target. It takes him about um, 20 minutes to finish the whole thing. It looks like. Um, and then after after that, so at their timestamp was like thirty eight, thirty five, or something like that. And then um, Fessy ends up getting help from Devin after an hour. This. Is also pretty controversial. I know Devin had stuff to say about it on Twitter saying that the only person on his team that didn't want him to help was Horacio. Horacio didn't think it was a good idea. It's a first leg. They have no idea what else is coming. Um, But Devin helps Fessy and eventually after over an hour, um, they are finally finished with this first stage. What did you think about Devin helping here? I just thought, oh, wow, we're really switching
2: it up this week because now it's uh, a girl's week again. So while last week he was like, oh, we're all dogs and like motivational speeches, hyping everyone up, like really putting it in the air that they were going to win that challenge. He really didn't give a fuck this time. So that's why he was fine to help You think he would have helped Fessy if it was
0: a guy's day? No, not a chance in hell. That is a really good point. I didn't think about that, and that's so true. Um. So then up next was Devin and Nani versus Anissa and Olivia, and basically they had to carry these puzzle pieces across, um, like a field, and then they had to solve the puzzle. And Olivia and Anissa end up winning this one. Um. But the time just keeps going, so their time ended at one thirty three oh seven. And then, when Devin and Nani completed their puzzle, they were at 109.02. And this is one thing that I really liked about this daily is that, like, we were given the timestamps the whole entire time. Yep. Agree. Um, so then we have Tor- Tori and Bananas versus Horacio and Amber. And this one is about memory and endurance. And basically, they have to race to an answer key, get the inf- information, give it to their partner, and recreate the puzzle. We've seen it a million times in a million different ways on the challenge. So, Orazio and Amber end up winning this one, um, and their time is now at 155.14. Tor- Tori and Bananas are um, struggling with this, and we don't find out. It doesn't tell us, like, exactly when they finish. We don't see them finish, but we are told that when the last heat, heat starts, that the yellow team, here we are again with the colors, Devin, Devin, Mariah, their team, um, that they are leading by 37 minutes and 42 seconds. So we have. I want
2: to know why was there no time out? Like you know, every other challenge is like if you work on like you can time out usually. Do you know what I mean?
0: I feel like maybe the reason why they couldn't time out is because the time just kept going through each every single stage. Yeah, and that would totally.
2: You're right. That would totally ruin it. Yeah, because I I thought Fessy should have timed out on that first one.
0: I think yeah. I mean, I can see that, but then like what kind of penalty are they have would they have? They would have to have been like, okay, if you time out there's it's- a 20 minute penalty or something like that. I
2: would I would say let's mark it as an incomplete and then if they finish all of them, they win and the other team didn't finish all of them. And then maybe maybe yeah. Jordan gets an incomplete on the last one. So then they didn't finish one and then we got to measure up the times with those two incompletes. I don't know.
0: I don't know but yeah I mean the first watching Fessy and Jordan both like puking constantly like that it was it was rough for sure um yeah I don't know but then we had like Casey and Chauncey versus Jordan and Mariah for the very last last heat and this was like a bungee where they were attached to this like bungee and they had to run and both of them had to attach to the bar but like the problem with this is that like one of them had to have the grip strength to stay on the bar as the b- other person was coming. And they, it was a really big struggle for both of the teams. Eventually, Chauncey and Casey end up figuring out that if he crawls on top of Casey and uses Casey's body to grip that instead of the sand, that he would be able to like propel himself to the bar enough to um, latch on. So they are able to latch on after three hours, nine minutes and 38 seconds. And um, eventually Mariah and Jordan, after trying a plethora of different strategies, um, time out at, at that three hours, nine minutes and 38 seconds, because they obviously weren't going to beat it. And so um, the underdog team loses this one again and the this week, pink te- team wins.
2: So yeah, I, it didn't feel good to me, the result. I,
0: it's like they helped Fessy. Fasc- I don't know. I didn't like I I, I totally didn't like it worked out. Yeah. yeah, this whole episode was not my favorite episode. Um, because then we have like Amber, Nani, and Mariah who are interrogated for elimination, just like the way the elimination shook out and everything too. Um, it was not my favorite episode. Um, so Mariah gets voted into elimination, she's the main vote, and Amber pulls the safe dagger, so Mariah versus Nani in elimination. The elimination is called I Can't See, and basically they have to, uh, they're attached to a rope, and they have to crawl, um, and use, like, the, uh, bungee from the rope, I guess. Yeah. To open the door to see different letters, unscramble the, the letters, and um, create the words. Whoever is done first hits a button, and they are the winner. This elimination was also a little different because for the first time ever, TJ's ride-or-die wife comes out to watch the elimination so that she can see these two um, girls like really showing how like badass they can be. And I love that TJ's wife was there. I think it was weird... Kind of, because it was just, like, random. I think it would have been cool if she was there, like, the whole season. But, obviously, she was just, like, visiting him or something. And I thought it was cool that they brought her out.
2: Yeah, I did, too. It was nice.
0: Um. So, Nani and Mariah, they finished very, very close to each other. And neither of them hit the button. Mariah ends up hitting the button, like, se- like milliseconds before Nani does... Um, but then, after she hits the the button, she is like very honest and straightforward, notices that she misspelled a word, so Nani one and she was like very graceful and it was it was a really good look for Mariah, I thought the way that that she went out
2: i agree, agree, she's great
0: so who I' I'm thinking I'm racking my brain? I don't know who the m v p of this episode is. Okay, so I put Chauncey. I I was going to pay him for my LVP. I put Chauncey because um, this is the first time that I feel like he's, like, performed or done anything in any challenge. That we've seen, like, okay, maybe he's the reason why they won here. The strategy that he came up with is, like, kind of what made them win. And so for that reason I gave it to to Chauncey, but I agree it was a it was an episode that there wasn't like a standout MVP.
2: Okay, I got to still think. But I I can do my LVP. So my LVP um it's between Chauncey and Devin for me. And Chauncey because why the hell did you try so hard to win when you knew that your uh girlfriends on the other team, there's only three girls left on that team and she has a high likelihood of going in if your team wins why tell me why chauncey i don't get it
0: and then it feels like he even realized it after the fact yeah (laughs) he he was like crying Um, he was like crying but i also like i've liked that too because for me it was like we're actually seeing like real emotion from him and we've seen real emotion like obviously he's like very much so in love with amber but um I just thought that, like, this is the first time that, like, we've really gotten to see Chauncey as a person and as a competitor. So that's why I gave him my MVP. He
2: just doesn't – he's got to learn the game a little bit better. But I do like him. But I guess at at the end, I'm not going to give it to Chauncey. I'm going to give it to Devin for, like, (laughs) helping out Fessy on the catapult thing. Yeah. And I I know he probably did it to save Tori or whatever. I don't care, I didn't like it. I don't like the move. I don't think he should have done it. I don't like the way he's defending it after the fact i I'm gonna give it to devin
0: i yeah i I can totally see that. I almost gave my l v p to Devin, but I ended up giving it to Mariah, and the reason I gave it to Mariah is because um like I said earlier, she's still learning this game, and I think that if she comes back, she'll come back really strong, but um. The choices that she made are what got her into elimination. And um, also, she was part of that, like, losing leg with Jordan, where they just didn't have the grip strength to make it work. So I gave my LVP to, unfortunately, Mariah. Yeah, no, I understand. Um, I, I, I guess I'm going to give
2: my MVP. I just thought about it. I guess I got to give it because – As soon as she got into the elimination, I'm like, there's no way she's going to win anything. Nani. So the fact that she actually won, I'll give it to
0: Nani. That's a good one. I can. Yeah. And I'm so happy for Nani that she was able to pull out this win, even though it was like seconds and spelling that it came down to. It was close. She tried really hard. She went in really confident and she pulled off the win. Yeah. And she doesn't usually
2: win. So good for her
0: um okay so not going as in depth with this show as we do with the challenge but just to kind of touch on it because i know we've both been watching it i know you've been watching the circle yeah i'm all caught up on it so i don't, i was gonna ask you how much do we want to say can we say what's happened so far do we want to give a spoiler alert what do you want to do i think we can um i mean eight episodes have been released so obviously you know going any further than that we can't do But I think we can. I mean, go watch it. Stop here if you haven't watched it.
2: Yeah, if you haven't watched all eight episodes that have come out, then don't listen to this.
0: Yes. Okay, so tell me what your thoughts are on everybody. And then I will tell you my, like, very favorite moment of this episode. Or of this season so far.
2: Um. Since Abby said she just watched Big Brother 20, Brett from Big Brother 20 is on the show, Abby. I don't know if you knew that. Or- no,
1: he's not. Yes, he yeah. is. Oh, my God. How was he portraying himself?
2: He's the same old douchebag as ever. Ugh. Well, of
1: course. But what is he like? I only watched the first season of The Circle. So what is he doing? Is he a girl? Is he a guy? Like, what is okay, he? Well,
2: he came in as himself. And Christina, fact check me. There was two people voted off at the beginning. Yeah. So there was two people uh, who were eliminated at the beginning. And Brett was one of them. Mm-hmm. And, and this first person eliminated. Yeah. And this girl, Zanthi, who was a, mo- a Greek girl who's a model. She was eliminated. She came into the circle saying she was a preschool teacher. And no, it didn't fly with anyone because she did not look like a freaking pre- preschool teacher. No.
0: So, but they, they can't see her. Well, no, she used her own pictures.
2: Yeah, oh. she was kind of dumb. She, she called, should have used someone a, else's pictures.
0: All she did what was dummy. Yeah. Oh. So they were the first two voted off. And then also, um, I thought this was kind of interesting too. Not only did we have um, Brett this season, but we also had, oh gosh, why am I blanking on his name now? Marvin, this season, who was supposed to be on the last season of Big Brother, but at the very beginning,
1: (laughs) last,
0: got replaced by Joseph. Joseph. Yes. Okay. So first, I just want to ask you, Michelle, imagine Marvin on the last season of Big Brother instead of Joseph. She's
1: obsessed with Joseph.
0: What are your thoughts here? Marvin is more of the
2: casting that they've been doing in recent years when it comes to, like, someone who's, like, very outgoing and friendly and flirtatious and wants to get in a relationship. So I think that's what they were looking for with Marvin. And it just surprised me because Joseph is so different from Marvin. But I I liked Marvin. I I don't know if I still like him because he kind of annoyed me, but I I like his personality.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I thought it was, like, also, like interesting of him too that he went in as himself but also changed his occupation so that he was a personal trainer when really he's an engineer well
1: joseph and was a personal trainer but he's actually an attorney that's funny
2: yeah they... oh, that maybe so you know what maybe they're more alike than i'm giving credit for <laughs> wait why did do y'all know why i'm
1: blanking i, I Michelle, you should know why didn't Marvin get dropped?
2: Because he <laughs> already filmed the circle in <laughs> America's Got Talent, and he didn't tell America. the person the Big Brother.
1: Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm so happy he did
2: because Joseph and Taylor got together, and <laughs> see,
0: now that's the kind of shit that makes you
2: believe in fate, right? Right. Yeah,
0: I know. Like, seriously, like, I don't know. But I just thought it was so interesting that we had, like, two Big Brother-esque players that were on the season of The Circle. And, okay, so after um, Xanthi and um, Brett get eliminated, they have to, they join together to create a new profile that they're catfishing with. And they create Jennifer. And I love Jennifer. I think that they created, a they did a really good job. I personally, like, I kind of hope Jennifer wins. I think Jennifer's, at this point in time where they left off,
2: I'm like, Jennifer's winning the show. Because everyone likes her. No one's threatened wait, by wait, her. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait. Who's Jennifer? Brett and <laughs> The first two who were voted off?
0: Yeah. Yep. So they get voted off, and then they're told, the other players are told that they get to, like, meet one player or whatever, Um, but really, they go and they meet each other and they uh, create, um, a profile that is Jennifer and they're playing as they get
1: get back in the game
0: because of the twist.
1: God, I need to watch this too. I'm missing that one so
0: much. It's good, it's really good. So, yeah, so, um, we've had like new players enter the game. Obviously, we had, um, Brittany was one of the first people, one of the first OGs to get eliminated. Brittany was a catfish. Um, It was really her dad, Brian, who was playing as her. Um, Brian was wearing a Husker shirt in an episode, so I have to stand. Um, (laughs) He seemed like he was a nice guy. He was just in over
2: his head, but he was a nice guy.
0: Oh, he was so in over his head. So in over his head. But I saw him on Twitter say that um, he's been a huge reality TV fan since the first season of the real world. And this was just like a dream come true for him. So I'm super happy for him. Oh, that's so cute. And he got a like, he kind of got not a bad at
2: it, but it was kind of like, he was kind of like a joke at a certain point, but the episode where he left and he went to go visit Raven and then Raven just was like, so like happy about him and. I felt like he left on a good note. So that made me happy.
0: So this is the first time we've mentioned Raven. Raven is amazing. Um, She's deaf and she has her best friend Paris with her who kind of helps like translate for us. And um, they're just so full of energy, so much fun. I absolutely... Raven is my favorite this season.
2: I really, I really enjoy her. I think she's really fun. And I really like Paris too. Yeah. And I
0: saw on the other day that um, she had a viral TikTok before she was on the circle. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, so her viral TikTok is of her like teaching people how to do the WAP in sign language. Wow. It's actually really funny. (laughs) But, yeah. Um, Show so- us,
1: Christina. No. Oh, wait. We're not live. We're no. just Zoom. <laughs> No one can see us.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, you should look that up because it's actually, it's, like, a cute little funny, funny little TikTok that she has. So, she went viral on TikTok before she was on The Circle, and she um, tweeted that, like, she included that with her um, applications, like, part of why she got cast, so... Yeah, um, but that brings us to the love triangle that has commenced. We had two new players enter the circle recently, and um, one of them, Sasha, was Shubi from Season 1. He was given a profile... um, didn't know it about anything about what his profile would look like until he entered the circle. So he like really had to make up this like really beautiful um girl on the on the spot. And then we also had um shoot, why am I blanking on her name? Um Is it Sabrina? No. Okay. <laughs> Let me I'll look it up. Um we had another girl enter the circle and she is playing as her girlfriend. So she's playing as a cosmetologist, and there's another cosmetologist that's in the circle, Sam. I also really like Sam um, and Chaz, for that matter, but they're, like, kind of on the opposite, opposite side. But um, we have this new girl, and so she is, is selected by Marvin to go on a date based on they had to, like, they made these clay images of what their best, like, physical attribute is. And so, he chose the person who, like, made her boobs, which just happens to be this new girl. So, he goes on a date, even though he has a thing already with Raven, calling Raven his queen, telling Raven that she's his number one. And they, like, very clearly, like, have an intimate connection. So, he goes on this date, and um, they are- Her flirty. name is Tamira. Tamira, yes. Yeah. So, he goes on a date with Tamira, and they are very flirty- And they are talking, like, kind of provocatively. And so after Tamira gets done with this date, she decides that, like, she's a girly girl. So since she's a girly girl, she's going to gossip about this date. So she starts a group chat with Sam and Raven, not knowing that Raven and Marvin are previously connected. So now both Tamira and Raven kind of feel like, I mean, for lack of better words, like they're getting cheated on. And they the both- The
1: circle followed. has really advanced yeah,
0: since so season this, one. So this, this one is, so this one is like the circle singles. So everybody is single. Or at least they're playing somebody who's single, not everybody. Or is pretending single. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why they can go on like, wow. stuff. it's kind of crazy. I personally, I feel like I like the regular circle better without like the single added to it. But I do appreciate like the effort of like trying something different. Like I'm down for like the circle season this season. I'm down for like in a few seasons doing singles too. But I don't, I don't want it to be like every season. I like the circle the way it was. I do too. I do too. So, so yeah, so basically like then they call out Marvin during another game and they're asking him about like, are you being loyal to the people you're saying you're being loyal to? Are you two timing them? Like it, and he comes back and he says like, I'm a single guy basically. And it's not a good excuse. He almost um, gets eliminated, but in the end it ends up being Sasha, AKA Shuby who is eliminated And this was my favorite scene of the entire season so far is when he goes to meet Jennifer and gets to meet Xanthi and Brett for the first time. He walks in the room and Xanthi knows exactly who he is. She's like, oh my God, it's fucking Shubi. And then he walks in the room and he's like, big brother. And he like knows exactly who Brett is. And I just think that it's just this like really great reality TV moment. I loved it.
2: Listen, I don't like Brett at all. But when he was like giddy that Shuby knew who he was, I was like, okay, that's relatable. <laughs> it
0: it was so cute. I love yeah. that scene so much. So that's kind of how we end off here on the circle. Unless, like, what 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 are your other thoughts about this season? Well, you completely glossed over Bruno, which doesn't w- oh. surprise me because Bruno brought nothing
2: to the table. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Bruno. Poor Bruno. Um, oh. I think Bruno would have been a bigger char- character if Billie Jean would have played as Billie Jean. Um, she didn't.
2: I even- think too. I think she should have played as herself because she was very likable and nice. I don't know. She. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but she was not a good guy.
2: Not at all. Not at all. Too boring. I do like, is his name Chaz? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I do like
2: his business. He details cars. And his name is Shampoo Poppy. And it just makes me laugh every time he says it.
0: That's hilarious. Yes, that's so true. I love Chaz. I would say, like, my top four people on the circle this season are... um, I really like the Jennifer profile. I really like Chaz. I really like Sam. And I really like Raven. Which is interesting because those are all, I guess, like, the first people that were there
2: you like the originals yeah
0: I do Tom I think I'm completely with you Tom doesn't really do it
2: for me the Tamira doesn't really do it for me I thought Tamira was gonna get caught Tamira was telling Sam how to do her makeup like and Sam was like I'll follow you you give me step by step Tamira was like put on your mascara okay now put on your eyeliner I don't know maybe I'm a bad girl but I always put on eyeliner and then mascara is like the last thing I do
0: well and I thought it was also interesting too how Sam was like um foundation mascara and eyeliner she's like that's all the makeup that you use like you must be really pretty (laughs) (laughs) I know right (coughs) so that (laughs) would that would
2: if I were Sam that would have been like red flags like yeah, that's weird. like I would, maybe I wouldn't completely know, but I would kind of be like, "That's kind of weird that she's telling me to do mascara then do I?" I, I mean, that's just
0: not the I order I like do. I would have called her out in the chat if it was me. I would have been like, "You do your," like I don't know. I think I would have said something. I mean, the foundation before the eyes that I'm fine with. Me too. I that was I didn't that didn't bother me. Yeah, that didn't bother me. But the but the mascara before the eyeliner, I was I would never. How, why would you, if you're trying to create a fine line as close to the <laughs> edge of your eyelid as possible, why would you accentuate your eyelashes and have them in the way before you do that?
2: Absolutely absurd. I don't know. So I, I don't know. Maybe Sam I don't caught up the Twitter. last
1: time I wore makeup,
2: but
1: yeah, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> right now it's just chapstick for me. <laughs> I never did like my full That's face, but I did eyeliner. do eyeliner before, before like when I was younger and I would put on
2: eyeliner
1: and then mascara. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay, so I'm not crazy. That's the order of things. That's the order so, of operation. Yes. Yeah, Tara,
0: she's gone. lucky she didn't get caught there. Yeah. Very lucky. And then getting the, uh, the question about um, health and beauty with like, what do you put on first? So you, knowing that it was primer, I think she definitely just got lucky there.
2: But yeah,
0: that was pretty obvious. But I, I guess I don't know. Maybe it went, maybe it's not that obvious. To not know. But I think, okay, the most impressive thing about the circle for me is that each of these people are in their own individual apartment. So to be able to be like, they don't have camera, it cast, like, they don't have crew members around them. All the cameras are, like, in the walls and all around them. And so, like, it's not like there's, like, production that, you know, or they're bouncing all these things off of. In order to be in an apartment isolated by yourself and be able to be entertaining enough to make good TV and make this show, I think it's so impressive.
1: Yeah. I agree. Like, that's crazy. I Do have they a- have and, – and they oh. don't have access to, like – anything else but the other people from time to time
0: yeah that's yeah that's that's all they have access to I don't know how long it films for I don't think it's a show that like I mean it's not like the challenge I think it max probably films for like a month but yeah I don't think it's that long. to right I think yeah but either way that's why like we see people like doing puzzles and stuff like that because it's like what are you going to do by yourself for that long I would lose my shit for sure. So who are your, I guess, like, top people then, Michelle? I Chad is probably my favorite. I want him to win, but I think he
2: came out. The person who always in the beginning is the influencer and comes out the gate strong never wins in the end, ever. Mm-hmm. So I think, unfortunately, he peaked a little bit too soon, and I do think Jennifer might win.
0: Yeah i really think jennifer might win and what a mind blow would that be for like everybody else who's there that the first people they eliminated won the show i really hope it happens i really do because i think it's it will just be great tv and it'll be the first time
2: a duo wins right yeah joey yeah. won yeah it'll be the first time a duo wins
0: yeah that'd be very cool <laughs> i I'm excited for the, the episodes to come out next week. And I'm excited to talk about the finale when we podcast next. That'll be a, a fun thing to talk about.
2: Yeah. My favorite scene is always at the end where they meet in that room and they're all dressed and glamorous. And then they come in the room one by one and they finally see who each person is. That's my, fa- I'm excited for that part.
1: Okay. Y'all sucked me in.
0: Where is this
1: Netflix? Netflix. Cause that's where I watched the first one. Okay
0: yes season five on the fifth season yes you'll have to watch it it's so much fun
1: Um, oh i thought y'all were talking about season eight i'm like it's been already eight
0: no it's season five okay there's been eight episodes so far this season okay and then they'll release like two or three more or whatever next week
1: okay I'm switching my TV in the garage from Amazon to Netflix.
0: Yay. (laughs) Yay. Yes. Um, Other than that, for me, like I haven't really watched, I feel like this is kind of like downtime reality TV. I guess I could have started Married at First Sight, but I'm going to wait a few weeks for that. Um, I feel like it's been like a big Netflix show time though. So not really reality TV, but like I've watched, you know, like Firefly, Firefly Lane Um, I have watched, um, I just started Ginny and Georgia. I'm like three episodes in on that. And then, um, I have watched, I also had COVID. So like, that's part of why I've been able to just binge shows. Um, what, what was the other one that I watched? There was one more. I can't remember um it'll come back to me are there any other shows like i guess like we don't really have to talk about them but just you know kind of shout them out that you've watched at all <clears throat>
2: um and i just my usual i just watch mostly like the, all the bravo shows the housewives of potomac i'm watching housewives of salt lake city i'm watching they're both fine nothing notable um and the only other thing I watched that I was, like, really excited for was Glass Onion. But then I was just totally disappointed by it. But I that's not a show. That's a movie.
1: I My client too. told me about that and how I
2: need to watch that. That's on Netflix, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is. Oh, it was Emily in Paris. That's the other one that I watched.
2: Emily in Paris. Oh, yeah. I see everyone talking about that one right now. I've um, been seeing everyone talk
1: about the Ginny in Georgia
0: I, yeah, I'm excited to, I've seen a couple tweets too that, um, like Nikki and, um, Caitlin have posted and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I need to catch up on this cause I'm only three episodes in and it seems like it's going to be a juicy one. Um, Emily in Paris was pretty good, but I liked the first two seasons better I think um, this season there was a lot more speaking in French, which makes sense because she's been there for a period of time At this time that, you know, like, she's starting to adapt more to the culture and speak more to them. But for me, it's, like, harder because I'm having to read the subtitles. Cause yeah, I- right. I get it. <laughs> so, um... For me, I liked season one and two better than I liked season three. But I think, I mean, it's a cute, cute little show if you're just like looking for something like fun and you know, you don't have to watch like super intensely. So, I actually,
2: that's so funny, Christina, because I flagged this article that came up in my timeline that was called like Emily in Paris and the Rise of Ambient TV, which basically just means you can put it on the background scroll on your phone do another thing while you're watching it and you don't really have to really pay attention
0: yeah mm-hmm. exactly that's yeah so those were the and then I guess there was one other show it's not like a new show or anything but um I asked people for suggestions of what I should watch while I was homesick doing nothing but staying home for you know a week um brian got me into actually it was an old bravo show imposters and i thought that that was such a good show i can't believe there were only two seasons of it um it was really good so if you haven't watched i I don't even know what that is it um, oh it is a
2: scripted show
0: yeah it is i remember no i remember i didn't watch this but i do remember this okay (laughs) it was really good i watched i watched both seasons on netflix while i was homesick so, I mean, that's, like, really all you can do when you're homesick like that is watch TV. So that's what I did, and those were the shows that I watched. <laughs> um. Okay, so since we haven't recorded for so long, I think we're going to, like, skip the, like, news section just because if we went through everything, we'd be going through news that's, like, weeks old. So yeah. um, we've kind of, you know, touched on Corey and some of, like, the important things going on. But I just wanted to wrap up here with our fantasy update. Um, So for Bachelor in Paradise, we had Michelle on um, as our winner. But she was told on our podcast that she also got to pick out a prize. And she recently picked it out. I don't know if she has received it yet. I ordered it for her last week. But she picked out Courtney Robertson's book, I Didn't Come Here to Make Friends, confessions of a reality show villain so that was the prize that she picked out and I really hope you enjoy your prize Michelle um we also had survivor wrap up and with that we have our survivor winners I just put in before a cameo with Desi to announce the winner so as soon as she gets back to me with that she's <coughs> what no I'm sorry I just coughed oh I'm sorry sorry <laughs> Um, Desi is the person who I asked to do that cameo. So as soon as she does that, I will post that, um, send it to our winners. But our first place winner was Peter. And our second place winner is Paul. In third place, we had Alyssa. So um, first and second place are like our prize winners, but congratulations to three. For first, second, and third place, I will be obviously in contact with Peter and Paul about their prizes. And I don't know if Peter's going to want to come on our podcast or not, but I really, really hope he does because I would love to talk to him about fantasy since he is the creator of it all. Yeah, I think that would be great. So that would be super fun. I really hope that he chooses to to do that. Um, then we have our challenge standings. Um, so currently, I am in first place, which is exciting. Um, but I can't win. So in second place, we have Justin B. P. In third place, we have Lindsey K. And in fourth place, we have Jody K. And I am so stoked that Jody is doing so well this year. Jody is like, one of my in real life friends she works with me at tico's she's been playing fantasy with us for like a few years now she's done um the virtual 5k's that danny martin puts on and so she's been like kind of a part of this community like very nonchalantly but then like we go to work and talk about the challenge all the time so this is the first time that she's ever done well she's usually in like 20 30 40th place and um i'm very excited for her that she's doing so well this season I love that. Go, Jody, Jody yeah. right? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so, yeah, and she's been in, like, uh, the top 10 for a couple weeks now. And so, like, at work, she'll be like, oh, my gosh, I'm in sixth place. Last week, she was in fifth. And this week, I'm like, you're eligible for a, fr- a prize if the season were to end today. So mm-hmm. I, I'm really excited for her. So, yeah, that's, I'm, yeah, I'm excited about that. Excited about everything going on. And then um, in 15th place is where you are, Michelle. And then Abby, you're in 24th place. So not doing too shabby there either, which we have like 80 people in this league. So we're all doing pretty good.
1: <laughs> I want to yeah. win so I can be on the podcast.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I want you to win actually because me and Michelle have, have won seasons before. So it'd be really cool if like all of us were former champions. Yeah,
1: well, it would help if I watch or switch players up or did my part probably. at all.
0: I mean <laughs> imagine how like, well you would be doing. Yeah, I was gonna say you probably <laughs> just have like a really good starting lineup. So on your team I would check your lineup because you have Nelson, Norris, and Michelle. So make sure neither of the none of those three are in your starting lineup. But the reason why you're doing so well is because the players who aren't eliminated that you have are Tori, Fessy, Nani, Bananas, and Jordan. So, I mean, you picked a really good team.
1: And I h- hate all those that are left.
0: Well, that happens. <laughs> that definitely happens. That happened to me. Um, most notably when I had to drop somebody and put Rogan on my team, I really didn't want to do it, but I knew it was for the good of my game. So I did.
1: It, <laughs> it was for the greater good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> had to think about the game. Okay. Separate it. But yeah. So all of that is, um, you know, just like some fun things that I really like to do. And it's just, I Yeah, it's been fun running um, the fantasy leagues. We have The Bachelor starting right around the corner. Starts, I think, January 24th or whatever that Monday is. And so we'll have another league going for um, the next season of The Bachelor.
2: He was on Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve with Ryan Seacrest. Oh, my God. He was so bored. It was awkward and boring. I'm not looking forward to the season. Are you going to watch the season? Uh, I kind of want to see what if they bring Putty on from Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, I'm what sure they,
1: they will. will. No, that's <laughs> their only go-to. I'm going to fast. I'm so glad we're not like, we can talk about it. I'm mm-hmm. so glad we're not recapping it. Because that's one of my shows where I
0: fast forward, fast
1: forward through a lot.
0: I'm very excited for Amber M's Cousin. I have no idea how far she makes it. Um, There are spoilers out there. I have seen them, but I've completely forgotten because I don't know who anybody is. Um, But Who's
1: Amber in?
0: From The Challenge and Are You The One? Oh, I like her. Her cousin's on there? Yeah, so when her season of The Challenge was airing, she did recaps on her YouTube every week and her cousin did it with him, that cousin is now on Zach's season of The Bachelor. Interesting. Okay. So I'm very excited for her. My luck, she'll get eliminated light, night one. But <laughs> I am very excited. I hope that she doesn't. I, I think that she makes it farther than that. But I, I, I don't know how far she goes. I really don't. Um, but yeah, so that's like kind of, I guess, what's coming up. Is there anything else you two want to talk about before we sign off here? No, I'm glad we caught up on everything, though. Yes, me too.
1: It was great to uh, record with you all again.
0: It's so good to have you back, Abby. And I'm glad we were able to incorporate you with like the trivia and all that. You'll have to let us know your thoughts once you catch up on The Circle. And also the challenge, since you said you're interested in doing that now, too. Um, yeah, it's so much fun to talk to you both again. And thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in. It has... Been great as always, and uh, we will see you soon.